Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter in hopes to make sense out of a conversation in under 20 minutes. We are your casters, Rob and Sev. How you doing, bro? Good, man. Good. Again, once again, thank you, Eric V, for the track. All of our fans that are listening to us in Europe, Russia, all over the place, if you want to reach out to us, you can send us an email at rtgpodcast1 at gmail.com. And as always, we get our podcast topics from a Pyrex bowl, shaken, not stirred. Mm. Let's see what we got tonight. Purple cap. Purple cap. Two are fighting. Right. Let's see who the winner is. What was the decision you made that at the time seemed bad, but now in hindsight was actually good? Again. What was a decision you made that at the time seemed bad, but now in hindsight was actually good? Jeez. Hmm. I have one. And, you know, I've kind of mentioned in the past, like, financially, we've worked hard, you know, struggled, had jobs, lost jobs, got fired. You know, you could name it. And almost six years ago to date, I was, I had it, I took on a job that I was completely not prepared for, completely not prepared for it, but it was like one of those movies, like you bullshit your resume, <sighs> you turn it in, they call you for that dream job, and again, this position was held by people that have been working in my industry, like, for 20 years, mm-hmm. to, like, you were, like, a senior portfolio manager, essentially, someone gave you, like, a bunch of real estate, and you did everything, you were, like, the decision maker, so I went from being someone's, like, assistant, mm-hmm to doing that but in my defense i went from like being someone's assistant to like being like steve jobs's assistant Mm -hmm. to like getting the role of like junior executive or something like that cool cool. so and ultimately i said the money and i'm like (laughs) i'm gonna take the money (laughs) yeah of course of course that's honest that's very good straight up i'm like fuck this like what, what i'm gonna stick around yeah and um me, my parents, my sister, we were looking for a house to buy. Hmm. And we kept looking and looking and looking. And I'd been working at my job and it was been really stressful. Um, long nights, staying really behind on time and constantly just being at the office. And then we found this dream house. And, you know, for whoever has bought a house in Los Angeles or anywhere in the United States, it, it takes some time. Like you have to get pre-qualified, qualified. You have to provide all these bank statements and like um, show that you have proof of funds um, then you get approved and then you know you gotta make your offers and then you go through the whole uh, hurdles it's like so it's not as easy people in other states probably have it a lot more um, less challenging to purchase a house Los Angeles is very cutthroat I mean right. if you're in like Nevada there's like 20 of the same house mm-hmm. or 100 of the same house whereas in over here if you do find a house and you actually like it It's like there's a waiting list of like 20 people that are all trying to bid you out for money. But magically, I don't know how it happened. Our real estate agent, Monica, big shout out to you. Hmm. Um, You kind of got us our house. And we, I think my mom literally said like, Monica, whatever you do, just get us the house. Hmm. And I was in the middle of like, oh my God, every day I'm going to get fired. 
Jeez, and the loan is stressful. it is stressful and the loan is undermining oh, because wow. i was the one that was making the most money nice yeah and so that you can only like a certain person can get approved my sister didn't have a job my mm. my dad didn't have a job my mom was making like 10 bucks an hour yeah so everything was on my shoulders and i'm like wow we finally found the house everything's going away i just got to keep this job mm. so Fortunately, it wasn't like during the 2008 time. No, it wasn't. It was five oh, years ago. Cool, cool, cool. cool. So it's well, like good. 2015, 2016. Yeah. Um, we're fortunate. We bought the house. Mm. And then probably like a month or two later, I got fired. So wow. at that moment, I was, I was thinking about like, wow, all of our life savings just went into this house. Jeez. Like all the down payment. Like usually they ask for like a 20% down payment mm-hmm. we couldn't do 20 percent. we did like 12 or something mm-hmm. so we gave all that money and then we're like oh my god like i fucking lost everything like i because i really felt like everything was under my shoulders because again i'm the one that was most educated understood everything that was going on and still didn't understand what was going on yeah i still don't know what mm. happened but we it worked out so i we got the house and then i lost my job and like every single day, I'm like, wow, we're going to lose this house next month. We're going to lose this house next mm-hmm. month. We're going to lose this house next month. And at the time, I was thinking like, we made the worst decision ever. Like we lost everything. We should have just stayed renting houses and stuff like that. Fast forward five years later now, our property value has increased tremendously. But yeah. the, the And we were able to manage ups and downs, uh, really bad times and good times. But... It was such, it was the best idea to buy a house. Now, it's different when I view that being in real estate, other people in other other states can buy houses, sell them, whatever. Mm. You don't really there isn't usually a huge growth market for other states. There is growth, yeah, but nothing compared to like LA where we bought our house like for 500k, where now it's worth 800 thousand dollars. Yeah, but the problem is, even if you do sell that house. The houses are worth eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars, so you can't you can't really go anywhere. Yeah, um, and being someone that like never, I've managed a lot of real estate, but it's really different when it's yours, because everything that goes wrong, we're like, shit, I can't call a landlord. Mm-hmm. Shit, I can't call someone to. I mean, I don't have extra money if I need to fix this toilet. Mm-hmm. You know, expenses are really ex- like sometimes when I've managed yeah. people, things like oh, money's just gonna come in, you know, like and they have reserves and monies, but like I didn't. So everything that went wrong or everything that went bad, like I was like, crap, 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 constantly. It's all on your shoulders, yeah. Yeah, for like a year or two until I'm like, wow, this was the best thing we did. Hmm. Not because, I mean, even with what happened right now with COVID, you see that people couldn't pay their rent and they're still evicting people. Like imagine. They're still evicting right now. They're huh? still, they're literally people are getting evicted from the houses. Like where are they going to go? Jeez. And to own a house, there's so many benefits in terms of like your mortgage company mm-hmm. is willing to work with you. Yeah. Like literally, like they said like, hey, you don't have to pay rent for like six months and then you can slowly work mm. on a payment plan to slowly keep that because they don't want to take back an asset because mm. they know they can recover and make money and make more interest slowly. I mean, like, 
if you bought something, it's easier to let that person keep it and pay you back slowly mm-hmm. than all of a sudden find a more equally acceptable person mm. to make up for that lost time. And, like, you have to go through that whole process. Yeah. I mean, with L.A., it's easier because, you know... Everyone's snapping at something. Yeah. Like, there's people, a home for everyone. There's yeah. a home. Like, so there's a lot of cash people. There's a lot of people that mm-hmm. can purchase homes. But I can't tell you that moment. Oh, wow. I was yeah, scared. That must have... But that must have felt great, like getting through that, you know? Yeah, I mean, now that, you know, and I can, I, I, please mind you, whoever's listening to this, like, I've worked, like, at times, like, three jobs, had no mm. social life, didn't travel, um, didn't spend any excess of money, drove my Honda Civic. To this day, I have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, like, over, almost 20 years old. But I would tell people, like, it's, uh, it's very challenging. But honestly, I would tell anybody wherever you live, if you can buy a house, buy a house. Yeah, best Unle- investment. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I can't think of anything else. Like your benefits that you have tax-wise, like they don't really remove people from their homes. Yeah. I mean, it takes a long time to get you evicted from your house. You have to be all ultra, not ultra, but decently either irresponsible or just bad luck to get in that situation. I mean, if you lose a job and you just can't find one, that's tough for mm-hmm. people. So. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Um, Jeez. I guess I would have to go, I would have to pivot a little off Mm. yours because it's not a real estate thing, but more of a, um, my one and only long-term, no, I mean, obviously not the only, but my first and only one until my wife, um, long-term relationship, uh, when I broke up. That was the one. I was like, man, this is probably not a good move. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it just was really hard. It was tough. It was hard for me, and it was really tough, and I thought it was a very bad decision. And as time went by, not long periods, but as the short period of time of, like, basically grieving, in a sense, went by, I kind of felt like I might have made the wrong decision, you know? And a lot of other things in life kind of, like, spiraled, too, so... It led to not a good situation life-wise for mm-hmm. me. Um, also career-wise and stuff like that. I was kind of bouncing around places. and I was working at a hospital, but it was like kind of weird. And I left that and I decided to go back to school for something else. And good. I was just kind of everywhere, you know. It was tough. So like the question asked, you know, what did you regret at the time but now don't? And mm-hmm. you realize it's a really good decision. It's because, you know, I found my wife. Mm. So the person I was with was not meant for me and I was not meant for them. And you don't realize that until you find someone that really is, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you can't tell. You just can't, you know, I, like, I don't want to go deep into relationship advice. Uh, <laughs> I'm not one. <laughs> I'm the last one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I would say like, if you're, if you feel like it's not the one, if you're doubting it that much to a decent extent to reasonable doubt, um, it's probably not the one, you know. Um, it, uh, my wife told me, her friend told her once, if if they have to pause and think, if they like you, then they don't like you, mm-hmm. you know. And that's, you you really have to go with that as hard as it is. As it is. And it's one of the hardest things because it's not a... It's not a public thing, usually. It's an internal decision in which you really fight with a lot until you make that decision. It's such a hard thing to make such a 
life-altering decision by mm-hmm. your by yourself in a sense because yeah, you know one, you, yeah yeah i mean you can go confide in people and things like that but it really doesn't matter it's all in you and you have to make that you have to execute that decision in the end um and i feel like be brave you know whoever's listening and is kind of in that weird place is in a volatile relationship or a relationship that isn't loving or whatever it is whatever reason you have which is pretty much just because it's how you feel um, then, you know, there's, I can guarantee you as someone that has went through a situation that thought there was no one for me or whatever, I can guarantee you that there is someone for everyone. And if you put in, if you, if you fight through the storm, you'll get through it, you know? And, uh, yeah, that was tough. It was hard, but totally got through it. Um, and I'm ultra happy now I'm because sure. I found a person I care about. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's very, um, like you just kind of like a weight off your shoulders because you feel like you, I mean, everyone's different, you know, but I feel like I found my best friend and you pretty much have, like, it's not only luck. Luck favors the prepared, as they say. And I was prepared because I wasn't in a relationship I didn't want to be. And I Mm -hmm. wasn't in a relationship that wasn't good for me. And not good for them, by the way. Because they went ahead and totally got on with their life and are in a great situation, I imagine, too. Mm -hmm. So, um... It's, it's just, it's a win-win for everyone. I think that's kind of like the best things too. Is like, I actually was in a similar situation mm-hmm. we were talking about before I met my significant other that I was very fortunate that they ended the relationship. You know, they saw it was not going anywhere. And we had invested a lot of times. So it wasn't easy. You know, I was struggling a lot, grad school, work, and they also had their challenges as well too. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, in some ways... At the moment, I was devastated, mm-hmm. but looking back on it several years later, I'm very grateful for that person. Mm-hmm. And I would really tell people that, like, you know, once you end it, end it. Mm-hmm. You know, like just say, Ooh, say goodbye. Yeah. Just say don't, don't try no to friends. see. No friends. No friends. That's not I mean, happen. if you see each other, be respectful yeah. and stuff like that. And at the same time, if there's any younger guys or girls listening i'd be like look you're both learning you're mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. and you're going to constantly change as a person and develop i feel like i wasn't mature enough and ready enough as a person in all aspects mm-hmm. until i met my significant that's why it works so well and some people they get it earlier yeah some people they you know meet at like 18 and they're like the person who they are like they have everything set they are they've they are that or they person. grow with the person yeah and they, it works and it works and I really, I'm grateful for everybody that I've dated, uh, who's a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really, and sometimes I've been, maybe I was bad or maybe I was good to them. Or maybe I just didn't know how mm. to be that significant other, that boyfriend, that person that dated. And it's just really, you know, no one gives you a playbook because no everyone's way. everyone's different, right? So different. I, I can say, like, I love you when that person would be going up and down and crazy i've said so i've told someone i love them and they started crying getting angry with me oh wow and they're yeah. like why are you getting angry it's like no you don't love me you can't love me i'm like how do you like i mean it's it's very difficult and i just think that you just have to be real like what you said like if they have to think about it yeah i feel like more people are in relationships that are like strategic mm-hmm. like it's sort of like if you're like a celebrity right if you have to date like this famous person, mm-hmm. it's gonna boost your credit. Or even sometimes when I see those YouTube videos, this says like we're breaking up. 
You know, they make a YouTube that video. That is so strange. Have you seen them? I've, I haven't. That if is. You just ugh. like go, go on the trending YouTube videos. Like it just says trending. And said like, we decided to break up. Oh my God. Like if that, I don't know, man. Like if I had to break up publicly like that, I mean, just editing a YouTube video with all, geez, like I was destroyed when I broke up, you know, like it was something that like it took a part of me and like I had to change who I was as a person and really grow. And like it was like basically when Stella got her groove back all over again, you know, <laughs> I didn't date for two years. Like yeah. prior to my significant other, I tried to go on dates, but I just couldn't like I couldn't date. Like I, I was not ready. Like yeah, I didn't date for three years. Yeah, I think it was like three years. And then after that, it was like really pretty much half ass dating, you know, until I found the person I cared about. So, yeah, um, I would say that. For me, it was that. It was basically, like, it, at the time, it felt like, this is a bad decision, Rob. Don't do this, man. Come on. Like, you know, it's okay. You know, so what? This is, like, the, you make your excuses. Um, but now, I'm like, dude, oh, my God. Thank God I did that for everyone involved. Yeah, and I think sometimes people, they'll probably never thank you. Mm-hmm. But low-key, they'll always be grateful that that happened to them. Yeah. And whether it's a relationship or sometimes, like, the thing, too, is I think, you just have you. I think you hit it right. You said like you have to be brave. You said brave or not yeah. be scared. Just be brave. You have yeah. to just like you know be strong. It's okay. It really is, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get better, hundred percent. I guarantee you, time is going to heal and alter so many parts of you that you're not gonna remember that person you were, and most probably in such a beneficial way. I agree with you because a lot of the insecurities and stuff like that I had in my previous relationships, mm. I've all been kind of like wiped away. Like I don't have those. Yeah. Well, that just that's a sign of like a healthy relationship. Yeah, I mean, like it just I, I I've been around a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of my fair share of online dating. Mm. And by just note, I met my significant other from OKCupid. Okay Shout out to OKCupid, okay OKC. Okay so see. cute, so cute. Um, so there is online hope dating, mm-hmm. but like the, the one thing I was honest about it is like I was straightforward with my my girl that like, hey, I want to get married. I want to get have a family or not even a family just us being a family if it's children and stuff like that mm-hmm. i was just very honest and direct of who i am this is what i am because i feel like a lot of people come uh, prepared like this is my resume but this is not who i am like yeah. when you hire me i'm not gonna do any of this shit <laughs> <laughs> i don't know excel really <laughs> i'm I just don't. saying i yeah, just yeah. Well, i can youtube it and yeah. i can, can sum, it i can yeah. sum everything yeah <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's really challenging and whoever is out there that's really going through something like um, unless you're I, 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 everything works out you know I mean we could be living in a simulation you know so God, like I just finished watching the first Matrix I'll go on for hours with that but <laughs> to, to add on a little bit um, and not too much I, I think I've been like dabbling with this, with my, ironically, with my significant other about this topic and this conversation about um, like advice, you know, giving advice to people and how it's almost like it's almost irrelevant. Like the advice you give to a person could be so good, but they just won't receive it. <laughs> and I feel like the reason that happens is because they just need to experience it. 100%. And I feel like relationships are like that. So if you're ever, if you are like, you know, you're a listener out there and you're feeling like you're in that situation, just like know that it's, don't think of it as like, I want to avoid a breakup or I want to avoid this or whatever. Think of it as just an experience in life. You know, like we're on this earth and we are conscious beings that are just like, just 
that's all we do is experience our existence mm-hmm. is an experience you know whether it's a simulation or not you know it's it's still <laughs> it's still like our neurons and synapses all triggering just just so we can experience you know and our memories there so we can like kind of hope that with our applied experience we can you know do something new and then guess what experience more things so just think of life that way that's how i think of it now i think of it as like an experience obviously there are tragedies and bad things that happen but most of the time especially when a with a breakup i have to say it's never a tragedy it's a tragedy at the moment. Yeah, but it's it is. always something that's an experience. Eventually, there's always like a rebirth after death, or like it even is. things are seasonal. You see plants dying, but they come to life. But I really hope that if there are young kids listening to this, because mm. I know a lot of the youth now are really behind their computers, mm-hmm. really scared to be themselves and mm-hmm. put themselves out there because they get judged harsh. I mean, in the past we we're talking about like social yeah. media and stuff like that. It's very unforgiving. Real life isn't like that as yeah. much, guys. Yeah. Talking to a human, you can say stupid stuff and they it, know. It, yeah. they, they go, it's okay, man. You didn't mean that. or. Whatever. And if they weren't like accepting of you, then they weren't right to actually have as a friend. Yeah. Like you don't need those type of friends and those type of loved ones. If anyone's going to put you in a negative mindset, treat you negatively, say you're not good enough. Hmm. Um, only Simon Cowell can say you're not a good singer. Only him. Facts. <laughs> Facts, as they say. Facts. Well, for RTG... I'm Sev. I'm Rob. We want to bid you all a good night. And as always, we follow social, uh, what's it called, COVID protocols? Yes, six feet, uh, six inch, oh no, wait, six feet protocols. (laughs) We're doing this podcast outside, so have a good night and happy holidays. Peace out.